the gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, whoever welcomes you, welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me, welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The Gospel of our Savior. Praise to you, Lord Christ. We opened our service this morning with this collect. Almighty God, you have built your church upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. When we think of cornerstones these days, we think of big, beautifully carved blocks of stone maybe with an engraving on them. We have one here at the church. It's kind of tucked behind the camellia bushes. You can hardly see it these days, but it has engraved on it the date of the founding of the church. And if memory serves, also the laying of the cornerstone of the new building in the 1950s. But there's an earlier tradition about cornerstones and it goes back to the ancient world the ancient world of the New Testament, the Christian writings of the first century. And in that world, you could think more about a foundation like an arch that is laid down horizontally. And the cornerstone is the strongest stone in the whole structure. And every stone of the foundation is chosen and then set in place so it leans up against the cornerstone. So there's a sense in which each of the stones of the foundation lean upon another stone and all of those stones lean on the cornerstone. That's the sense that this prayer gives and also this image from the first century that we're given. Jesus being the cornerstone, we lean on each other and we all lean up against Christ, the cornerstone. It's an image I want to invite you to sit with a little bit this morning, particularly as we are now deep in the midst of pandemic. And if we've been listening at all to the news and listening to our hearts and listening to our neighbors, we know that many of us have hit that wall of exhaustion and exasperation over the past week or two. It seems to be dragging on and on and on with no end in sight. This prayer about leaning against Jesus, the chief cornerstone, is for us this day. To lean in, as the contemporary expression goes, to our God in Christ. We hear 
this enigmatic passage from the prophet Jeremiah today. It's enigmatic in part because it's incomplete and it needs more background and a little bit more illumination for us to understand it. Jeremiah is in a lengthy conversation with one of his prophetic opponents, Hananiah. And this is in the midst of the beginning of the Babylonian exile. The Babylonian exile came into ancient Judea in two waves. The first wave has already come through. And in that wave, all of the sacred items and many of the key leaders have been taken out of Jerusalem and taken into Babylon by King Nebuchadnezzar. Incidentally, in a few years, Nebuchadnezzar will return. And this time he will raise the temple to the ground and decimate the Judean traditions. But in this in-between time, in this middle of the process of being taken into captivity, there are dueling prophecies in the court of the king. Jeremiah has brought one, a prophecy that no one wants to bear, and that is it's going to be a long time before things return to normal. Sound familiar? Hananiah, on the other hand, is saying, oh no, it's only gonna be a couple of years and the people will come back, the leaders will come back, the wealth will come back to Jerusalem and everything will be restored and everything will be at peace. In our reading this morning, Jeremiah is basically saying, I wish so much that that were true. But in a more pointed moment, Jeremiah will point out that Hananiah has prophesied falsely. And in fact, Hananiah, Jeremiah predicts, will die within a year. It's a pretty grim Old Testament passage. But Jeremiah today says, I wish so much that the prophecies about there being restoration and peace in the near future were true. If they were true, they would prove these prophecies about peace, right? Jeremiah says, I have been tasked with something harder. The truth is things will not be restored for a long time. It's later on that Jeremiah will talk about then how are we to live as a people in exile? And maybe that's how we might hear this reading today. We want the pandemic to be over next month or even in half a year. But most of the people who are tasked with the truthful prophecy like Jeremiah was are telling us it's going to be a while longer still. So how do we live? How do we lean in to that foundation where Jesus is the cornerstone? In our reading today from the gospel, Jesus is putting the capstone, if you like, on his teachings to the first apostles, the people he has sent forth to carry the gospel into the world. They are no longer followers, but bearers of the message. 
that he has given them. And he reminds them that the first thing they are to look for, not only in others, but in themselves, is a sense of welcome. And in the daunting task of confronting a world that seems broken and in need of such deep healing, the daunting task of bringing this odd foreign thing, this gospel, this good news, to a world that has a very hard time hearing anything good at all. Jesus reminds them that the task of welcome is found in small things, even as small as giving a cup of cold water to one of these little ones, as he describes them. One of the least of these, one of the most insignificant. Jeremiah will say something very similar to the Israelites as the recognition begins to sink in that they're in this exile for the long haul. For the ancient Israelites, it turned out to be an exile that lasted 70 years. Three generations, four, to be really strictly accurate about it. And Jeremiah reminds them, attend to the small things, just as Jesus reminds us as a people sent apostles out in the world at this point, unable to regather in person, bearing good news, even in the midst of a time where so many of us feel tired and worn out, and where the world seems worn out with all of its own brokenness. We're reminded that the gospel is shared in cold cups of water, in small acts of love, in reaching out to our neighbors. So this week, the practice of leaning into that foundation where Christ is the cornerstone, I invite you to think about the small things you can do to help ease the burden and bear the good news this week. It may be calling a neighbor. It may be taking a meal to someone. It may be showing up in a way someone doesn't expect. It may be just sending an email, checking in to see how someone you haven't seen in a long time or heard from in a long time is doing. Sending a text, offering a prayer, being a listening ear for someone who is struggling right now. That's how you lean into the gospel. And that's how we all share the good news and become part of the foundation of the new family of God, the new family of God in Christ, the family that brings life and light in the darkness. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God 
and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.